0: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Pretty chilled Friday, Arvo, here. So I thought I'd just do another cards throwback. We've got a... We're not going back too far here, to be honest. We've got a 2018 Traders card pack. So only two or three years ago, but... I mean, we know with how the NRL works and moves that, you know, a lot of these guys are probably going to be changed clubs by now anyway. There's so much movement nowadays, it's crazy. Uh, So we'll dive into this 2018 pack, something I'm really enjoying. I have got the 1996 pack I've been talking about. They are ready to rock and roll. We're going to kick them off next week, which will be really exciting. Let's dive into this 2018 pack. All right, let's have a look. What do we got? All right, first card, the Donatron. Anthony Don is Don is good out of the Gold Coast Titans. This guy, I watch him play every week, and I sort of think, my God, there must be 30 better wingers than this guy in the NRL. But then he just never makes mistakes. He always finds a trial line. Everything he does looks awkward. He kind of reminds me of a lesser Jason Nightingale. Everything he does just looks awkward. It looks like he's robotic. It looks like he's just been dropped from the sky, and he's playing rugby league for the first time. But he just... Just finds a way to to make it work. I don't know, he just finds a trial line, gets the job done in the air. He's pretty safe. Uh, I mean, he's one of those guys that I, I whoever he's matching up against, I think oh, they'll get the better of him, and very rarely they do. I mean, he's a really impressive character. I mean, there's so many faster, stronger, more talented wingers, but... Mate, he's just, he just has a red-hot crack week in, week out, Anthony Don. I've got a lot of respect for Anthony Don and what he does. Uh, our next card, unfortunately, is a checklist card, North Queensland Cowboys. So, of course, in footy cards, each team has their own checklist, which tells you um which players are available that season from the Cowboys. So, for example, here you've got Gav Cooper, Kyle Felt, Jake Granville, Cohen Hess, Mick Morgan, Justin O'Neill, Matthew Scott, Tao Malolo, and Jonathan Thurston. Of course... Each and every one of those guys won their premiership in 2015 with them, so they all stuck around to 2018. Was Justin O'Neill in that team? Maybe he wasn't, sorry. But I believe all the rest of them were in that side. Our next card, oh, Aquila Uate. This was from his time in the Manly Seagulls, and I think that... um. I think 2020, or the start of 2020, the end of 2019, was really good for Aquilio Arte because people realised just how amazing his try-scoring record was. I mean, I think he scored the most tries for the decade, and I think he only played seven of those years or something, and the last two seasons at Manly, they were pretty bang average, let's be honest here, but his time at Newcastle at the Newcastle Knights, he was simply amazing at Aquilio Arte, I think he scored 20-plus tries in three or four seasons in a row, and the Knights, they were a solid side. They weren't amazing, though, and some of the things he was able to do, he was just an absolute juggernaut. He was, you know, a small, nuggety sort of fellow, but he was just so hard to bring down, sort of in that, like, Matty Utah mould. He was kind of like where Matt time meets, like, a semi-Raja-Raja. He was that sort of talent. Uh, played New South Wales. I believe he played for Australia as well. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure he played for the Kangaroos. Um, just knew his way to the trial line. Aquila Uate, one of the true entertainers. I think he retired at the start of this year. I think he was playing over at Huddersfield, I could be wrong. I think he was playing for Huddersfield. I think he retired at the start of this season. I I think he returned to Australia with the potential of maybe playing, but then I think he has retired since. But a fantastic career from Ikele Iwate. You will remember early in his career, he just had so many mistakes in him. A lot of defensive reads, a lot of errors in him, but... He really did buckle it all up um, while he was at the Newcastle Knights, and he developed into one of the premier centres in our game. The next man, Paul Gallen, the man that captained the Cronulla Sharks to their 2016 premiership. Uh, I was there that night, and, mate, it was like nothing I've ever experienced before. It was simply amazing. Paul Gallen... He's a guy that copped a lot of shit over the years. He copped plenty of stick for everything he did. It was like whatever he did, he, you know, he he couldn't do anything right the entire time. Very polarizing character. Um, I mean, he had his boxing bout a few weeks ago, and I think everyone was tuning in to watch him get his head knocked in. Uh, defeated Mark Hunt. I don't know a thing about boxing. Couldn't tell you if it was a good or a bad fight. No fucking clue. But did thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, enjoyed watching Gal training for it and whatnot. Uh, spoke to Kyle Flanagan the day after the fight. He was in the change rooms with Gal, so that was pretty cool. But... Paul Gallen obviously was the captain of that 2014 side uh played that 2014 side that ended the origin drought for New South Wales uh was the captain of that 2016 side and of course in in that in that grand final you know came up with a brilliant play where he peeled off the scrum and he found Benny Barber on his inside little trick play and Paul Gallen for the first few years I'll be honest with you he absolutely did my head in with his ball playing especially for New South Wales it just felt like Every time we got into the attacking 20, Paul Gallon had just decided he was a halfback, and it used to absolutely kill me. But I think as he got older, he worked out that he's one of the premier forwards in the game, and, and he really took that on, and he really, you know, it, it's sort of... I, I honestly think at some point someone sat down with Gallon, had a pretty hard word to him at Cronulla, and there was probably always a bit of a fear that he might leave. Uh, but So they sort of gave him free range. But once he worked out that, you know, he was best suited in this team to just take the ball up, eat up his meters, get his quick play the balls. He really was a sensational talent gal. And, of course, we'll never forget the night that he punched uh, Nate Miles. I mean, you know, some people call it a dog shot. Well, whatever you might call it, regardless, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was really a really old-school sort of origin moment of course it was probably the punch that ended the punch in rugby league but um, a moment that I'll never forget for good or bad regardless uh, a moment I will never forget our next man is Anthony Milford now this one is a 2017 season to remember it says Karl Milford kicks winning field goal in round 8 uh, Anthony Milford I really want to see the very best out of him again this season I um. I'm dropping a thing on my Instagram page this afternoon about him. You know, big pressure on Kevin Walters this year to get the best out of him. I'm sure a lot of super coaches have their eye on Anthony Milford. Once again, he's been making all the right noises. He looks fit at camp. He's been running around, doing his miles. So excitement's high around Milford again. And if if Milford's back to 80% of what he potentially can be, I mean, Brisbane, they are a force to be reckoned with. So fingers crossed Milford can get back to his best. I I was going through some highlights of him the other day, putting together this thing for Instagram and geez, his highlights down at the Raiders, you know, they were incredible. It was like it was it was like what what you know, watching a man taking on children the way he was stepping through them. Simply incredible. Our next man, one of the biggest superstars in our game, been cut down from injuries over the last few years, is Tommy Turbo. I've said a few times, I don't think there's an indi- an individual that has more influence over games of football than Tom Trovoyovich. Uh when he's on the field, I mean I honestly think he's worth two tries for Manley. He's simply incredible, especially when he gets down that left edge. If he's not scoring himself, he's given it to his winger to put the ball down. An incredible athlete. And fingers crossed injuries are kind to him this year because... Rugby league is robbed of one of its true talents when Tom Travoyevich isn't out on the park. So fingers crossed he is out there this year, and I think Manly can be a real force with him. Our next man, Jimmy the Jet, James Roberts. Of course, here he is in his Broncos kit. Soon after this, he would have made his way to South Sydney. Now he's at the Tigers. I think it's going to be a really interesting watch at the Tigers. And James Roberts, um, he's a guy I've always been really interested in. Uh, he was a few years younger than me. We played in the same comp, but of course he was so good that he used to play up against us. And I, I remember one day... Our team was playing uh Perouse Panthers, who uh, G- Jimmy was playing for. And I think they had nine players. You needed 10 to take the field. And I remember James Roberts, they literally pulled him out of the crowd to come and play. And I remember, you know, we, we, we had a pretty handy side. Then they only had 10 players, of course, remember. So we beat them something like 40 to 18. But he scored all three tries, and he was just untouchable. I've, I've missed a million tackles in my life, and I promise you, I added quite a few that day, and I didn't add any completed tackles because Jimmy the Jad... Absolutely carved us up He was incredible Just so quick And I think he was playing In joggers or barefoot That night He definitely didn't have Boots with him He literally got pulled Out of the crowd So he was a freak From the very start And then I remember him bursting into that un- under-20s team. Um, he was playing alongside a guy I used to play with, Adrian Hungarner, and in the under-20s, they were unbelievable, those two. One of the best combos in junior footy I think I've ever seen. Just too much talent between both of them. Uh, he, of course, made his move from South Sydney, got in a bit of Barney rubble, went to Penrith, got in a bit of trouble there, went to the Gold Coast, was amazing there, eventually left to go to Brisbane. More Barney rubble. He's come to South Sydney, and his life's changed a lot over the last few years. I've quite often seen him around South Sydney, um... With his child, I'm not sure if it's a boy or a girl. I've only I've only seen him from a distance, but it seems to be a fantastic father, and hopefully. It all it all turns around for Jimmy the Jet. I, I hope he does well at uh, the West Tigers. I am very nervous about it, though. But a talent that, if we see the best out of him, could be anything. And, jeez, isn't that funny? A talent that could be anything if we see the best out of him. Our next man is Jared Hayne. Now, this is, of course, in his Gold Coast Titans kit. Weird not seeing him in a Parramatta outfit. Obviously, he played for the Gold Coast Titans when he returned from the NFL. And I think this was a real... Um, this was a money grab, a billboard, asses on seats of the Gold Coast Titans, and it worked. I remember him coming back and, you know, Fox League had the Hane cam. I remember sitting there, you know, pressing that red button, watching him on the hand cam for, what was, it, what was it, 50, 60 minutes, stretching on the sideline, mate. I've never seen so many stretches in my life and, you know, little quick jogs on the spot. Uh, he got on the field and, you know, it was a really mixed bag. There was that day at Campbelltown, I believe, where he kicked the field goal from halfway, screaming, this is my house, um... And, you know, entertaining stuff from Hainesy as always, but he never, ever got back to anywhere near his best that we saw for the Parramatta Eels that 09 and 14 season. At the end of 14, he went to the NFL, but that 09 season, that's like nothing we will ever see again, I don't think. And 14, really underrated 2014. He was incredible that season. I think he was probably more consistent that season than what he was in 2009. Uh, But 2009, the ceilings were just so incredible. Our next man, Peter Wallace, uh, former New South Wales player, played for Brisbane, played for Penrith. I'm trying to think if he played for anyone else, but a real tough, compromising fellow, Peter Wallace, tough as nails. I mean, there's been a lot more skillful halfbacks, a lot more talented halfbacks, but he was just a guy that you could always rely on. I remember it came out at Penrith. He was... He he was playing for a year or two without... Oh, I forget what it was. It was some something in his league, something to do with his hamstrings where he didn't have certain cartilage or something. It was bone on bone for two years, and he was just tough as nails. Really skillful character. You could play him at seven, or you could play him at nine, and he'd make 40 tackles for you. A real leader of men, Peter Wallace, a guy I've got a lot of time for and a lot of respect for. Our last card, one of my favorite players. I know he's uh, much maligned. A lot of people hate him. You either love or you hate this bloke, and for me... I appreciate that in rugby league, we need villains. We need people to hate because they make for a better storyline. And that's Josh McGuire. Now, Josh McGuire, he's been the best villain in rugby league for a long time. It's funny. We had Paul Gallen before one of the other best villains for New South Wales people. It's probably Josh McGuire. You know all the dirty little crappy stuff he does in games all all under the name of gamesmanship. In my opinion, I, I had the opportunity to talk to him 18 months ago on Instagram. He made a dream team for me, and he he was lovely. A champion fella had all the time in the world for me. Changed his team two or three times, so it meant that, you know, he wasn't just sending it to me, then forgetting about it. You know, he he was thinking about it. He changed a few. He messaged me, hey, mate, could you swap this over? Could you do this? Blah, blah, blah. Really champion fella. He's since gone completely off social media because he's just sick of all the shit on there. But a guy that... Another guy I've got a lot of respect for. Yes, he's done some dodgy stuff on the field. He's carried on like a goose sometimes, but, geez, it's entertaining. I love when Josh McGuire's on the field, and he's the sort of guy that if I was playing footy, I'd want to be on his team because I just do not want to deal with him. A guy that I think is a little bit misunderstood. I think he owns the villain tag, and we need people in rugby league to own the villain tag because it makes it more entertaining. Thanks for tuning in again, guys. Have a good arvo. Kick corners and always play smart footy.